0: Hey everybody, so we've we've been getting a lot of new countries uh, jump onto the listener list. We've been getting a lot of new listeners who interact with us more. We've also been seeing a lot of podcast startup, and there's even been some who have contemplated taking that journey to start a podcast. Uh, we like to take this time to give a little backstory on ourselves, sort of a h- small history on the podcast. And this is also a way for these new listeners, these new people, these aspiring podcasters to know a little bit about us without having to scroll all the way back to episode one, episode zero. But we do highly recommend you do listen to it because the transition for us was pretty epic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was pretty I mean, epic. you know, some of you have <clears throat> heard this this information once or twice before. Um, uh, you know, we did it in the beginning. We like to do it every so often just to kind of you know, to touch base with those new listeners who maybe started on the a more recent episode and haven't gone all the way back to the beginning. Um, but those of you who have heard us before, uh, thank you for being longtime listeners and for your support and uh, bearing with us as we regurgitate some of the same data.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But uh, I, I love talking about stuff like this because I'm... I fell in love with our origin story. If that's uh, arrogant of me or big headed of me, I'm sorry, but I, I I like hearing our own origin story because when I see other people like having similar issues or having struggles or uh, they just can't find ways to line things up, it makes it makes me be more appreciative of just how we had the same problems and how we work through it and it's kind of like a spot, uh, my way of or our way of contributing like hey like you'll get through it just keep going uh, you'll find your groove you'll find your your rhythm just don't don't give up before it starts and it's funny how, with that because when when we were starting this show well let, let's kind of go back a little bit when before we started podcasting uh mvp and i we've We've met through uh, this one organization we all used to work at, and we did a lot of pseudo maintenance control, pseudo director of maintenance. Su- um, a lot we wore a lot of hats uh, for the office that we were in. Not and all of them
1: fancy hats either. Oh no! <laughs> some of them <laughs> were party hats.
0: Some of them were clown hats. Some of them were just like, "What the hell?" It's like
1: you know yeah. those hats that have the little. They're- multicolored to have the little propeller on top. We
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. I think you, you know actually still having-
1: have the hands on it with a string where you pull the string and they clap the hands clap. <laughs> we've worn those and those it's just a chair for ourselves.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> then we had have the dunce cap, but minus the chair. So we had to like, make, like uh, pretend that we're sitting on a high chair with the dunce cap. <laughs> 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 so we've, we've met through uh, uh, this one organization and, we were in charge of a whole slew of things. Like you name it, we did it. I'm shy of like being the one who signed the paycheck, we basically did it. And our, our job was pretty. It, it rung us out pretty hard. But what um what was more interesting was the people who worked alongside us and air quote beneath us were way more wrung out than us. Just destroyed and
1: it was riggedy wrecked as some might say
0: riggedy very riggedy (laughs) and (laughs) and it was very depressing watching them go through it Like you can just see like they're the lights are on but they've long since passed away kind of thing like they were like zombies just walking through life making stuff happen and it was bad and this was we we did this in different uh sites within our organization and it was the same story like guys were just wrung out they were beat up they were tired they were literally inches away from making from being involved in the incident because they were just so wrung out and uh mvp and myself we would be walking the line and just kind of try to brighten their day up just a wee bit we'll joke with them we'll kind of mess around with them uh we would like at the end of the work shift we'll have like this nintendo game system just kind of like hey guys like Uh, the shift's over but you might can you just like sit back and unwind a little bit so you're not going home pissed right (laughs) you know just like take a load off for like five minutes just to kind of reset your brain
1: yeah here take this I was you know I like to use the one here take this seed and plant your own trouble tree by your front door yep the trouble (laughs) tree is is uh where you hang all your troubles before you enter the threshold of your home every day right and then you don't pick them back up until you leave your house the next day
0: yep and so uh, that vibe kind of started to spread uh, throughout the people who work we worked with. so they would see us in our day would just like visibly get better for like those three to five seconds we were with them. And it slowly became a thing where our office started to turn into a director of maintenance co- maintenance control, quality assurance kind of a office into like a Thera-
1: therapist office. Yes. <laughs> the thing we were missing was the couch. Yes.
0: And we actually had like some lo-fi music in the background just to kind of like, well, it was mainly for our stress, but it it made whoever visited us that less stressed out. And it slowly did evolve into that. They would just come through, come in our office, park themselves, and then just unload on their day. No prompts. We didn't say nothing. They just show up like, hey, you guys got five minutes? Yeah, sure, man. What's up? And they would just dump. and us being like just decent humans, we would sit there and listen to them like, all right, man, let's hear some of your grievances, right? Is it work related? Is it personal related? Whatever. Like let it be. Because we knew like for them just to unleash like that, it was letting off a lot of load from their from their internals, <laughs> from their internals. So when they leave they they f- they're less likely to be involved in some kind of mishap, which was a win win for us because that was one of the one things we did not want to happen.
1: Yeah, I don't want to fill out no paperwork for no mishap.
0: Right, or like having to help you fish your fingers out of, uh, underneath and piecemeal it together back in your hand, kind of thing. It was. Yeah, I don't no. want to
1: run to the break room to get a cup of ice to put your thumb on it. So you right, run to the emergency room.
0: Right, we just that was not a thing. And this was, and then uh, the pandemic happened. And I, and I feel this is where a lot of podcasters today have their history or their origin story is like the pandemic happened. It's like the extinction event of the dinosaurs or something like <laughs> that. Right. Yeah. So the pandemic happened and then a lot of stuff getting started to get turned off. Like uh, jobs were lost, resources were lost, all sorts of craziness happened. And this was like almost instantly people were just losing things. Uh, some lost their jobs and all this and that. It, it was terrible. And we could see everyone's faces like now from whatever level of depression they were, they were starting to show signs of digging.
1: <laughs> and yeah, they hit rock bottom and we starting to show signs of digging.
0: Yes, it was terrible. And it was even hard, hard on us because we were having insecurities about our lives as well. And uh, we were right in those fears because the place we were at, they were slowly starting to dissolve us uh, or at least dissolve our roles within that uh area so we were having some insecurities ourselves and then just seeing all that happen and it was just it was terrible it was bad <laughs> and then uh a friend of t- actually a couple friends of ours they started doing a podcast they started or they started taking up podcasts to kind of talk about their day-to-day and how they uh how they're combating this transition phase or how they're making their sm- their small startup business work and stuff like that. And, um, one of our friends came up and he says, Hey, you guys should, um, you guys should start a podcast. I'm like, what the fuck is a podcast? (laughs) Right. We, if there were three schmoes in the world who knew absolutely nothing about podcasts, it was us. Well, we, we knew what they, I knew what they were and that they existed. Right. And we didn't know where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know nothing about how to get it going, how to, what we needed and this and that. Uh, for all for all, at least for me anyway I thought podcast was like a radio show right like some kind of radio show you need a full-on studio and this was around the time when XM radio I'm seeing this wasn't time but XM radio was still a thing and that was the first thing that came to my mind when I hear podcasting is like you have to have like a full-fledged radio station to make this work and uh, and so we kind of we kind of dabbled like shot it back and forth with each other like dude, what's a podcast? What's a do this and that. And we were at a, we were almost to the point of talking each other out of it. Like, well,
1: I wouldn't say each other out of it. Um, I, I know, I know it took some time to get me on board with it just cause I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I know zero next to nothing about this. Um, I, I won't be any good at it. I don't even know what to do. How do I contribute? Uh, Six is the real proponent in the, uh, in the success in the, uh, of this podcast, right? He was the, did, uh, did all the research still does all, all the research. Um, you know, he, uh, he, uh, he kind of did the legwork for us and, and, and convinced me that, Hey, look, you know, it's a, it's going to be a fun thing for us to do. It's going to be beneficial to a lot of people to hear, you know, what we got to say and stuff. And then, and then i you know and and we were lucky that he knew shoreline and shoreline can clean up our voices a little bit and make it not sound like we're underwater <laughs> <clears throat> all the time because you know that was another concern right it was like okay well, we can record ourselves but what are we going to sound like and and uh is anybody going to want to listen to it if it's poor quality so we were very fortunate that six new shoreline shoreline was was willing to, uh, willing to join in the, in the fun.
0: Yes. Um, yes. And with Shoreline, so uh, he's again on a workshop which is very great. Uh, how Shoreline came into the mix that we actually met him through my adopted daughter. He was, um, he's currently there they're currently engaged. And we kind of met them at that stage before they got engaged. He was uh, into live sound and, and music production. And then when the pandemic hit, he was basically out of a job, and he was he started to fall into the same depression as us. And so we kind of approached him and say, "Hey man, like uh, we know this uh, is really hard on you, but are you willing to do a show with us?" And to kind of keep him into the spirits and give him something to employ his skill set at. And when And he signed up on board. And then we started to think like, hey, like, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? What are we going to sound like? What's our mantra? What's our vision statement? All that craziness, because that's just how our minds work. We were very uh, operations oriented at the time being. So we were very like into like, what's our mission statement? What is our vision statement? What's our purpose in life? Right. And uh, it took us maybe like two minutes to figure all that out. And the reason why it came so easy was because we were already doing this kind of stuff with people who we worked with. And we we started thinking about, let's make this for them. We started, and then we we wanted this to be for, for those people who were having very bad adjustment p- problems, <laughs> very bad problems, especially with the pandemic transition, like, just to have them feel like someone listens to them or someone knows what they're feeling. Right. Not just from a mental health standpoint, but from an occupation standpoint. And so we started looking around for other shows that were, that kind of ran similar to what we had in mind. And there were some aviation shows out there. There's still some aviation shows out there. Matter of fact, I think there's some that are popping up by the week already, but there was none like the ones we wanted to do. Like, there were aircraft maintenance podcasts for sure, absolutely. And they're great. But um, the what they had going on was very instructional, it was very informative. It's like stuff you would listen to to study for a test kind of thing. And kudos to them because their knowledge base is like up there, some of them upwards combined about 200 years or something like that. Like, they're very smart and we're not I mean it's so right now we're not
1: <laughs> but yeah i mean we're we're uh fortunate to be gifted with the brains we got i guess is the yeah. best way to say
0: it <laughs> yes you know like we, we like we weren't like writing dissertations or anything like that but we had the experience like we knew what it's like to be the guys on the ground putting their and face
1: we, to we wrote dissertations but they were in crayon you know <laughs> but we we could relate to we could relate to, to I think this is where six is going. We can relate to people a lot yes. more, especially on the line in the hangar. You know, we we experienced that we had gone through it, and we kind of wanted to like share our experiences with it. How how to, you know, change your day? How to make your day better? Give you a little bit of professional growth. I mean, as most of you know, we we don't always strictly talk about. Maintenance related stuff. Uh, Some of the things we talk about literally happened to us the day that we recorded it. It's like, Hey, this is fresh in the mind. I want to talk about this. Uh, You know, like we had one recently about going for a promotion and not getting it. You know, that's not, that's not really uh, aircraft maintenance related, but it is career related. So we kind of try to be well-rounded a little bit and give everybody uh, the full, the full plate of, you know, what aviation maintenance is. Cause we all know it's not just turning wrenches. There's, there's all different aspects to it that, that are, that are unrelated to maintenance.
0: Yes. Nail on the head on this one. And so like that, that was where we were going with. Like that was our mindset. We all three of us clicked. It was almost like a, like a, a flash of inspiration. Like it didn't take us long to figure out what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it. Um, now, and then, our brain started to shift. Okay, cool. We have a purpose. Now What's now? we got to worry about the logistics side of it because again, we didn't know. We still kind of don't know a a whole lot about the the mechanism of podcasting. And this was a time before all these fancy apps came about where like now you Google search podcast, you'll get like 17 pages worth of information. At the time when we did it, it was next to none or that information was very close to the chest. Like you had to have been in the know to know about it. And we were lucky enough that some of our friends w- who started the show actually did some kind of uh, instructional um, literature about this. And we met a, a couple other individuals who did something similar. And they've been doing it for at least a year plus from the time the pandemic hit. And again, we had Shoreline, who had the audio production skill set to make stuff like this happen. And so we were a very garage band about this like very very rudimentary and but we, we we didn't have a whole lot to go off of and at the time we were very we were kind of suffering from being damn near jobless let's say that <laughs> so yeah, we got much so we got like the cheapest equipment possible like very 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 cheap like i think i think our first mics were 25 dollars yeah, total probably. I think it was like $20 total. <laughs> right. That's that's how uh, rudimentary this was. And so, yeah, we we got we got the cheapest mics possible minus Shoreline because he still had his stuff from his job, but he was so he was also not in the same state as us. So, like uh for him to come to us was was going to be at least a $300 trip one uh both ways and he didn't have that kind of money to do it. So, the less we had him physically with us, the better it was for him. So I mean he could still do his job, but he couldn't like make the trip to us because of pandemic and stuff. And so we we just Google search and found the the cheapest uh, equipment we could find. And then it started to come across like what should we name this? Like what's uh what should we call this stuff? What should we call this show? <laughs> and we sat about it for like some time. We started joking around finding all sorts of
1: yeah. ridiculous names.
0: All sorts of ridiculous names, and I think at the time we were coming up with names. We we did this kind of like on on the side as a break thing, and then someone came into the office and started talking about uh, some issues they were having some planes, and we just and one of us uh, either said like, well, I was like, oh, it's um, it's uh, it's canceled for maintenance on time late or something like that. <laughs> that, that was the stat, actual status. Um, yeah. It came through the pipeline. It was like, cancel for uh, such and such airplane, cancel for maintenance, on time late. Like, and then we just sat there like, how the fuck does something go on time, late? on time
1: late? Yeah. What is
0: on time late? <laughs> so a uh, little, uh, very quick backstory on on time uh, late is whenever an aircraft uh, takes off or not, there's a status that has to be reported to anybody and everybody. Was it on time? Was it delayed? Was it canceled? What was it canceled for? Uh, how late was it? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it was like a like an oxymoron of when that status came through our office, like on time, late. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Uh, like you planned, you, you were on time and planning to be late. We couldn't understand it. We started laughing about it. And we laughed so hard about it, just like how oxymoronic it was and just how stupid it sounded. And I was like, you know what? That's it. That's exactly what we're gonna do. <laughs> Can- Cancelled for me It's on time late. Hell yeah! <laughs> we we had such a laugh with it, and then uh, that be- basically became our our um, uh, our uh, mantra, I guess you would call it. Like that was our that was our our click. That was our thing. Like we're on time late. <laughs> we plan to be late. <laughs>
1: we're always we're always on time late.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't
1: get <laughs> it. It always throws people off. Like, what, what the hell do you mean on time late? And then you always have to give the backstory, like uh, Six just gave. But it's worth it because it makes you makes you laugh every time.
0: It does. It does make it. We still laugh about this,
1: and because the per yeah because the person who status is that way, our boss at the time or our overall boss at the time, he's like, "Yep on on time late," and you're going. Hey, I'm not trying to rock the boat here or nothing, but uh, I have some questions. (laughs) How are we on time late? Like, I don't understand how you don't know that it's on time late. And you're like, well, just just run me through the scenario of what made your status as such. (laughs) Well, you see, it pulled out of the chocks on time. However, it did not take off the ground. It did not leave Earth on time. Okay, so it was late well no not really because it, it it tried to go I'm like well if that's the case everything's on time at that point it's <laughs> nothing we never put anything out there We're like oh you know I hope this shit doesn't go uh <laughs> it was so good I mean, de- I mean look at us dead in the face with his old basset hound face he had and dead in the face I said this is the status I'm like oh oh, oh okay okay and I think we went back afterwards after he went home and changed the status back to like, no nah, that shit was late. Somebody's going to look at this and fucking clown us. You know? <laughs> I
0: think we're a bunch of freaking idiots. Right we're going to go through an
1: audit and somebody's going to wreck us over that one.
0: <laughs> so that, that, was the, that was in what's in the name. That was our thing. And that, that kind of set us up for the very f- first uh, couple episodes. Like, this is how we're going to be. We're going to be very oxymoronic. We're going to be very stupid with how we're going to say things. And if we just like, okay, we can't wait, we were anxious to make this happen. And again, we were back to the logistics, what do we have to do, how do we get things rolling, uh, what we needed and stuff like that. Uh, it was, how do
1: we get this on a platform or any platform right? that people are going to listen to it, right? How do we promote it? How do you… Yes. Yeah.
0: It, it was such a train wreck, um, uh, getting the getting the wheels going. That and it almost that again. It almost wrecked the the show from the get go because we didn't know anything. It almost crashed itself before it even went off the chalks. If that makes any sort of sense, <laughs> we were very close so many times. It just said, "You know what? This is too much bullshit. There's too much uh, legwork behind us. That's just not." But what kept us going, besides the fact that we slowly started to see progress in this thing, was we had a. Uh, uh, Friends and family who believed in us enough to say, you know what? Why don't? Why not? Why not? And uh, we started talking about this a little loosely to some of our friends about, hey, this is what we're planning to do. This is what we're trying to achieve, and they were jazzed, like straight up jazzed about it. Like hell yeah, man! Let's, why not? And again, we started to do a search. Like, what uh, is there anything out there that sounds remotely like what we're trying to do? And we found next to nothing. And the more we started to reach out, reach out with people who are outside of aviation, they say like, "What the fuck is an aircraft mechanic?" I'm
1: like, what?
0: <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, How stuff do mean- we all take for granted, but there are people out there that are like, "I I don't even know what that is." And you're going, "Well, who do you think keeps the aircraft you fly on in the air?" The pilot, I assume. Well, okay, I guess. By that token, you're you're responsible for keeping your car on the road, but who fixes it? Well, I do. Okay, but what are you doing when you when you're fixing your car? I'm fixing it. It's like no maintenance, dummy. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that 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 right there,
0: it set us up for the like. If there was any sort of resolution that we needed, that was it. Like. We're, we're not only doing this for the people who suffer through this on the reg, it's also for people who have no knowledge whatsoever about all this this world, pretty much, that's happening before the rise and they just have no freaking clue that it's going on. And that was it. That set us up for our first four episodes, pretty much our first four episodes. Like This is how we're going to talk. This is how we're going to address it. This is the path forward. And uh, uh, off we went <laughs> to like, you know what, let's make this happen. We. We got with some people, we started drafting up, like, okay, this is how we work things out, this is how we're gonna make it look. Uh we designed our own logo, we patented our own logo, stuff like that. Like, and as these little wins started happening, even though it was like the most minuscule thing, like, hey, dude, we made stickers. I was like, This is it. Like we were we were happy as shit. Like, <laughs> <I don't> know, <laughs>
1: when we had our first t shirts come in.
0: Yeah. Like like this is it. Cancel for maintenance like, oh damn, dude, these we're legit now. Oh yeah. It was just a shirt, but like, we're legit now. Fuck yeah. yeah. But we still haven't had a recording done yet at that point. So <laughs> we were we were celebrating before we actually put one through.
1: Yeah, and I think we even trademarked the logo and all that stuff prior to the first Yes, we did. <laughs> we yes, were we did. doing things like we were like we were Already freaking winning, a giant, right? <laughs> yeah, a giant established sh- show, right? You know, like we, yep, we had that kind of we, we were doing things like we had clout, and yep. uh, and uh, I guess that was just our forward anticipation and hopefulness, right?
0: Yep. <laughs> and then so we, so we started looking around like, well, who can we talk like, right? Every, of course, everyone at the time was trying to be Joe Rogan and Jocko Willink and all these big names, like we just couldn't do it, like especially uh, at the time, Joe Rogan was like being the podcaster, like he was the name in podcasting. I mean, he still was prior to the big put, the big boom of it all, but he was like the go-to inspiration. And we're like, yo, we can't talk for four hours flat <laughs> for one episode. We're just not gonna happen. So we said, you know what, let's just let's just go with it. Let's just go with the flow. And so here's uh day one, episode recording number one. And the moment we if, if there was a if there was a foreshadowing of how things were going to go from the future, it was the first ten seconds of episode one or, or recording for episode one because we started we we sat ourselves in our little uh, uh, dinner table setup or set ourselves in the closet or whatever else we fired everything out we gave it a shot nothing worked <laughs> nothing worked the the video wouldn't come through the sound wouldn't come through the The computer wasn't reading the mic right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. You you know, like you name, you name it out of my memory. (laughs) (laughs) You name it. It didn't work. And within the first 10 seconds, like, and it took us, I don't know, like almost two hours to get it all situated. And so, you know, we only allocated so much of our life to do this because we were still working and stuff or we were still trying to find work. Let's say that. And. Uh, when this came about, we're like, well, fuck. <laughs> so from that time on, we've always had some kind of technical difficulty. Whether the connection wasn't strong enough, Zoom wouldn't work. Uh, the mic wasn't reading right. It was too loud. It was not loud enough. Uh, we we had like uh, nervous ticks uh, through it all. Like it, it was bad. <laughs> but uh, so here here comes episode. Yeah, one, one of the
1: shorelines I had uh, bra- dragon breath or something like that. Yeah, it yeah. Was the dragon breath in and the mic so much.
0: And then, uh, mine was, uh, like I kept, I kept, uh, I kept squeezing things. Like I would like, I would have like a water bottle and I'll, and you can hear my crunching <laughs> in the background or I had like a, a, like a jug of water and I'll keep putting it up and down, drinking water, putting it up, put it down. And you can hear it every single time from the time I pick it up to the time I take a drink to the time I put it down. It was like everything you heard everything. And it was like, wow, this is pretty bad. <laughs> and, um, what yeah, I what,
1: think I sounded like I was underwater for a while and then i was in a in a uh like an open room because there was kind of like a hollow sound yep
0: (laughs) i sounded like i was in my bathroom and stuff i mean it might as well be but um i we've had mixed ones like you sound like you're in your bathroom you sound you're like in a closet and honestly yeah it was true i was in a closet (laughs) just to add some kind of uh some kind of noise dampening because you know life happens and we, we didn't have anywhere else to record other than each other's houses. So, I mean, like uh, you can only wrestle with kids to be quiet for so much. And we still kind of do, but yeah, the first uh, 30 seconds was pretty bad or well, 30 seconds to two hours of troubleshooting. It was pretty bad. And then we kind of lost track of what we were going to say and do. And uh, Shoreline, I believe had this idea it was like, you know what? Let me just have my video up. Uh, let me turn your videos off because it's it's interrupting the connection, but I'll keep my video on just so you guys know that I'm still recording. Like, okay, sounds good to us. And I think it was either episode one or our trailer episode zero where Charl- Charlene had this video up. We started just rambling, just started talking and he was laughing the whole time. And so it became like this uh, unspoken challenge between MVP and I to just try to make Charlene laugh. So we would just uh, say like some random stories of some mechanic stuff and he would just be cracking up, like just bawling out, bawling his mind off.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was our gauge of like, are we, you know, because when you're doing this, like, you know, we're talking to each other, we're talking to a guest, but it's not like you have a live audience there giving you instant feedback on if you're doing well enough or not. So having him there for that was like, justification that what we were doing was was right
0: yes and like he was laughing out of control and mind you shoreline had next to no knowledge of aviation he like he knew a little bit because he traveled a lot but besides being a passenger he knew next to nothing so if he was laughing i was like okay good we got some we're doing something right Uh, as mvp said we're like so it be started to become a challenge to make him laugh and then uh, that's how we that that's how we found our groove. We we had our nervous ticks in the very beginning for like the first thirty minutes, uh, trying to nail episode zero down because we shot we did like I don't know like five takes or something like that, because uh, we were just all over the fucking place. And then uh, episode one comes on, which was uh, Raiders of the Lost Tool. That was when we felt f- passionately because it happened so often, especially in the organization we were at and so we had a lot of passionate words to say about that <laughs> and some of the stuff with the jokes that just came flying off the hinge like we didn't know how we came up with it we didn't know um uh, that it was gonna string together it was just like uh well i think one joke that sent me off the rails was when mvp said like uh like um looking for parts is like um or looking for tools is like Harry Potter trying to find his wand for the first time, you know, just like run his fingers around, <laughs> around the, the boxes. And I was rolling. Mm-hmm. I was trying so hard not to laugh uh, during that, that one episode. And I think you could hear me kind of like wheezing almost trying to hold back my laughing <laughs> in that clip, in that first episode. And from that, from when that happened, it was like uh set in stone. Like, this is it where, where any reservations we had of it, it was just gone. And uh, con- what people didn't know is we shot, we shot, <laughs> we recorded episodes one, uh, zero, one, two, and three, all in the same day, uh, like pretty much continuous the same day. But uh, you can almost hear a smooth, uh, a stark transition from episode uh, zero, episode one, and then episode two, because we found our groove. We kind of, whatever uh, nervousness we had of it just went away. Because um, we knew what we were saying, we knew how to make each other comfortable with how we were talking, because that, that was one thing that we had very uh, a very hard adjustment was hearing our own voices in the headphones. At least me anyway. <laughs> it was very off-putting, it was very weird. And I still to this day, I still can't um, fathom hearing my own voice through a radio, much less. It, it's weird. It's weird to me.
1: If I'm being <laughs> honest, I don't think I've listened to one episode we've recorded. I think, uh, I think Kool-Aid started listening to one in the car one day and I had to turn it off. Cause, and then I had to apologize to her. She said, why are you apologizing? I said, cause you have to listen to my voice every day. And I sound like that, you know, I just, uh, I guess that's why I have a face for radio, you know?
0: Just, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, contrary to what MVP says is his voice, in my opinion, his voice is what made the show because um, it just he just had a natural flow with things, especially when it came to jokes. Like the first three episodes, I was rolling because of how quickly he fired off jokes. And it was so hard for me to talk uh, because I was laughing so hard. And that's why you can if you hear it, even now, like I still kind of like have like these little uh, filler word laughs because I'm just cracking up and it got so routine that I just like, you know what? That's my thing. Now I, I just, that's how I complete a sentence. Now is I just laugh.
1: <laughs> and, uh, you know although that kind of said, I feel like I don't joke as much as I, as I used to. Do you feel the same way? Or, our longtime time listeners, do you guys feel the same way? Cause I feel like I don't smoke and joke as much as I used to. And I, if that's the case, I, you know, I, I don't know why, I don't know what's, changed in me older and fatter and grumpier i don't know but uh uh yeah let me you know six let me know your thoughts on that but then you know you listeners out there hit us up on the medias and give me your feedback on that too because if i'm uh if i'm an old sad panda these days then uh you know i i'd like to go back to the old smoky and jokey MVP.
0: <laughs> uh me personally, I mean, I can say this now, me personally, I think it's just, it's more like, a, it's like a maturation period we went through because, um, the first couple of episodes, we were very passionate and angry, uh, rightfully so because of the thing, the way things were unfolding in our workplace. And we've slowly evolved into, instead of just bitching about it, we're trying to give little tidbits about what we did to fix it. Right. Um. And so that uh, you 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 guys will hear it like, as we move along um that we kind of went into like a not more mellow tone but more like okay I, I joke around but this but I can also be serious um it, that's just uh, kind of how our minds went but again like we can easily turn it on and off like if you see us in real life like how the fuck are these dudes even employed <laughs> much less running a show that people listen to <laughs> and uh, go, going, uh, a little bit forward before we like try to, we, we honestly should make like a, a, like a, a series of this behind the scenes stuff, because it, honestly, like I, like I said, I fall in love with our origin story and all the struggles that we went through to get this show going. And, um, we knew that we hit a spot once we started <clears> making short for one, we knew we hit a spot for one when shoreline started laughing that first recording day and we, we shot like basically three and a half episodes in one day. And then once we got that groove going, it was like we couldn't shut up. <laughs> we, we couldn't stop ourselves. And uh, as we were doing the show, we started realizing, like, yo, I feel good about I feel better. Like, even if the episode didn't have good material, or we at least we felt like it didn't have good material, we felt better about ourselves for saying it, for doing it. Uh, it started to turn into our little um, our own personal therapy session. Because Dude, we it just, still is,
1: to be honest with you, for me at least. It's still it's, yeah, you're uh, right. it's the weekly, weekly therapy session.
0: It is, it very much is. And I still do because I like uh, uh I like being able to release uh some tension, pass on some stuff, and then uh MVP and I and Shoreline, whenever we before we hit the record, we always have we always have like this big vent or this big joking session and it carries over into the episode. It's actually it's pretty great, and I love it. Um so when, once we uh, got that feeling that it's relieving for us and it makes Shoreline laugh. We recorded about five episodes, uh, pre-recorded uh, or pre-loaded, I would say, uh, five episodes to go because we didn't know at the time how we wanted to set up the show. We didn't know if we wanted to make it a series where we took breaks. We didn't know if we wanted to make it a season or whatever. So we said, you know what, let's just do five episodes and go from there. Uh, I believe Shoreline wanted to have eight. I could not remember the exact number, but I'm- I believe it was eight. Yeah, exactly. So, I remember it was more than three for sure. <laughs>
1: I think was that we were trying to still figure out the pacing of the show, right? Right. Yeah. And then, some people like Joe Rogan, right? They he releases one or two a day, even sometimes. And yeah, uh, some people were you know every other day. Some people were twice a week. Some people were once a week. Some people were every other week. Once a month. Just, just kind of just pick your, you know, pick your, uh, what am I trying to say? A six, Jeez.
0: Oh, like pick your pace <laughs> or pick your yeah. poison.
1: <laughs> yeah, pick your poison.
0: <laughs> yeah. So for us, like we didn't know. and especially, Again, we, like, we, to our knowledge, we were the first ones to do this. Like, I mean, we, we could be totally off base in that, but that's what it felt like because we were the only ones who were mechanics who talked about the things we did. And, or at least with the goal that we had in mind anyway. So we did about 5 episodes and we re- we scheduled them out like uh, a month apart just to kind of actually not a month we scheduled them like a, a week apart just to kind of see where it would fall like we well, we only re- we only scheduled 3 because we didn't know if four if if four or 5 would even become popular so we kind of like just dipped our toes in it like let's see how people receive this kind of thing and we scheduled episode 1 and we were nervous. We were nervous as shit, man. We're like, like, oh man, what do people say? We suck. <laughs> what do people just like? Who the fuck are these dudes? Like, why are why do they talk the way they do? Why do they do this? Why do they do that? Like, we were real nervous. We were scared of criticism, basically. Well, kind of, sort of. We were we were scared of how it would be received, especially at the time. Like, the only podcast people had available to go to base themselves off of was Joe Rogan, Jocko Willink. And all these other big names um, or Oprah Winfrey and shit I'm like, well, fuck, I ain't no damn Oprah. I'll say that much. Um, <laughs> so we so we shot it off like, you know, what? let's you we, get we, a car,
1: you get a car,
0: you get a car. <laughs> we shot it off like, you know what, whatever, fuck it. Uh, so we we put it out. We didn't we didn't pay any mind about well how it performed. Uh, Shoreline did. He kind of was the one we were kind of like, I don't want to see the results. I kind of just want to. Just tell me if it's good. Don't say nothing if it's bad kind of thing. <laughs> uh, episode one drops. Uh, it was like August of 2020. Uh, of like, like the third week of August, I want to say it was. And we were expecting to get like zero hits. Like next to nothing. And then we show up to work one day. And some people are like, dude, I listened to your show. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I listened to your show on the way to work. It's Fucking great. I was laughing the whole way through. and like, are you serious? Like, yeah. Uh, so, when's your next one? Oh, 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 you're serious. Like, oh, you're serious. And then, um, and then more people started coming and saying, "Hey, I liked your guy's show. I listened to your show," or they say, or someone would say, uh, say to another person, "Dude, you should listen to their show." What? Oh, damn. This is a thing. <laughs> and uh, an episode two dropped, and then more people started coming through. Uh, but our listenership was very small. It was like basically like people we worked with at the time. And I think it I think it was like maybe like the first month and a half. We were just, if we got one tick mark on the listenership, we were happy as shit. Like, oh, three listens, five listens. Oh, fucking, hey, people are listening to our show. <laughs> we were happy
1: as shit. Dude, I remember one episode, I don't remember what it was, but we had like 300 downloads. Or no, maybe it was for the month. We yeah. had 300 downloads total for the month, and we were like, "We, we, hey, I made it! You know? <laughs> right. like, I'm okay, I made it! Nothing like, can we, stop me! I'm all the way up!" <laughs> <laughs> right. We were, we were happy as shit, right?
0: So, uh for those listening, I, I mean, the numbers are great, but don't let that sway you on how to run your show. I mean, do your show how you want to do your show, but like I said, for us, it was huge because we didn't expect anybody to like this, especially the way we pitched it, and. For the first six episodes, we got, we had a shit ton of haters, a lot of haters. And, uh, MVP was the one actually made the comment, like, well, like, well, we must be doing something great because people hate us. Like only the, only the great ones get haters. I'm like, you know, that's right. That's true. <laughs> that's 100% true. <laughs> and, uh, what's funny is like those negative comments actually helped us because now people are like, well, why does it suck? Yeah. And then they end up falling in love with the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, we, we actually had some people like, hey, it's not very good. Oh, can you tell us kind of what's not good about it? I don't know, just some of the stuff you guys talk about. Can you be more specific? And then they've been listening to us since like day one, you know? Yep. No more negative comments. Because you just confronted me like, well, can you give us like helpful hints? Oh, you were just, just being negative for to
0: be negative cool yeah or or even like you guys just all you guys do is bitch about work all you guys do is just complain Uh, someone made a comment like uh, is this how you guys get women and stuff like that I'm like no it's just how I feel about work right and as we started going on like those negative comments actually helped us and we've we've, uh, we went through a transition period where we're like uh, we started shifting from uh, just venting about our frustrations to kind of venting and teaching. <laughs> um, but as we were going on, like it was, it was such a blast doing it. And we can go into a whole nother episode about how we've, um, how our, our uh, external achievements became validated <laughs> or how our, uh, our, our efforts became validated. Let's say that I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was such a huge ride for us, and it, it was. I think the most gratifying part of it all, uh, besides the fact that it was a, a therapy session for us, is well, at least in my mind, anyway. I'm being. This is me being complacent. Probably like the one and only time ever is. I feel like we put aircraft maintenance on the on the map as far as uh, radio shows is concerned, and I say that because, um. A lot of people started telling us like like dude, you say what we want or you say what we feel, but we don't say it ourselves. I can't remember who was the one who said that to me, but when they when they did mention that, I'm like, thanks, man, that means we did something right or we're doing something right. And now that now looking forward uh, two year, well going on three years now or three years later, we're being streamed by all these different countries. We've hit so many lists. We're getting all these accolades and stuff, and the accolades are fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but the the one that shocked me the most, and MVP can attest, is the fact that all these different countries are starting to tune in. Uh, and we mentioned this at the beginning of the episode. Like so many of you uh, are starting to, there you're starting to jive with what we're saying. And that to me, or that to us, is the big one because now, like, there's some there's some weight behind it. It's not it's not just us shouting into the void
1: by ourselves. Yeah, there's validation to it. And despite yep. the many different languages, you know, and, and the language barriers, um, people, you know, continue to listen, which must mean that you know we've got something. What we're saying is uh, is hitting home.
0: Yes. And that that's the biggest one for us because more than anything when we still when we started the show and we still believe this to this very day is beyond the fame, beyond the money, beyond the possible futures, the one thing we absolutely wanted to do is make a difference. We want to make a difference, we want to make an impact. We want to uh as we said in previous shows, we want to give you that split moments uh relief in your day so you guys don't uh get involved in a mishap we want to. We don't want you to make the same wrong turns as we did, because we made a shit ton of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we and we still do, right? We're human. We're all human. We all will continue to to make mistakes uh, throughout our journey. But if we can be more open and communicative and share our experiences, maybe we can prevent uh, any repeats, uh, repeat recurs. You know, um, and, and and our our, uh, you know, f- failures will all be uh, untapped. Uh, untapped. Geez, I'm at a loss for words today, everybody. I'm sorry. Un- you know, uh, unnavigated waters, uncharted waters, so to speak. Yep. We failed because it's a it's an area none of us have been in, right? Mm-hmm. And we're all learning for the first time. But whoever hits those uncharted waters first, whatever you learn and discover pass it on to the next behind you, pass it to the boat behind you and let them, okay, well they went over there and hit some rocks. So I'm going to go, you know, that was hard left. So I'm going to go hard, right? Oh, over there. There's a, there's a cracking. Okay. Well, let me pass that back to the next. All right. Let me shoot straight up the middle. Yeah. And that's how we all learn and grow uh, in both our personal and professional lives.
0: Yes, very much. So, so, um, um, We definitely will probably make this like into a multi-part series because honestly, like I said, like we are just very involved in making this happen, making this work. And we can talk about all the different stuff that we've pioneered for both ourselves and for um, aircraft maintenance in general that at least we feel that we've pioneered that too. So it brings more to the fray for aircraft mechanics, aircraft technicians, aircraft specialists all over the place. So really, we're grateful for every single one of you for tuning into us, giving us the inspiration to keep on going and then keep bombarding us with all these different questions, these different feelings and opinions to help us um, learn together. Because again, like as MVP said, like it's, it's not about um, making the impact. It's not about um, just keeping it to yourself. It's about passing it on so other people don't have to make the same mistakes over and over again. Like, we're well past that. <laughs> like, we're, we're tired of it. We've seen the results of it. And it's uh, high time for a change for that to happen. Um, but, um, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm actually out of lost words. I'm actually starting to, freak, like, choke up right now. I'm like, holy shit, man. <laughs> this this has been fun. This has been... Actually, it is still fun. It's, it's such a wild ride. And uh, we wish we could, like have like this mini convention or have like this trip where we can just meet every single one of you some way, shape or form because y'all are basically the ones who make this happen and make this fun. Really?
1: Yeah. We'd love to get to, we've, we've, we've had so many discussions over the years. Um, But we'd love to get out and visit you guys and, and visit your areas of work and maybe do sort of an on the road show kind of thing where, you know, we can sit down in your place of operations and and kind of just talk to you and have a conversation about what you got going on there and your trials and tribulations and um and also we'd love to get our own studio and be able to bring people to us and 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 sit down in a like a, a no kidding studio and and have these same conversations, right? Uh, you know. I think that would be like the best for us is we'd love to get to the point where we're face to face with, with everybody.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, I guess this would be like, a, a a good continuation for a part two of this, possibly three, four, five. who knows <laughs> any, any final thoughts on, on this, like, uh, the origin story and the passing it down and, um, like what's in the name for us MVP
1: or any, anything, anything uh, in general, really. I just thank you all for your support and continued support. Um, we we'll keep doing what we're doing mainly because it's good for our mental health, but hopefully it's good for yours as well. Um, we'd love to kind of be that beacon of light and hope and guidance for all of you, and 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 no matter what you're dealing with, both uh, both work, you know, both your professional and personal lives, um, you know. Love interacting with all of you on social media. Please can continue doing that, and if you have any genuine questions, feel free to ask. Never be afraid to ask. We 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 say it all the time, but we you know we'd love to get a, a grip of questions um, that we could come kind of compile together and answer, and then do an episode about it. Hey, look, we've received fifty questions from a, a, a group of our listeners, and and we'd like to go over those and our answers to them.
0: Yes, very much. So. And, uh, is that anything that if there's anything else, uh, besides our gratitude, you're getting from this is if you've contemplated on starting a show, if you've contemplated on taking that next step and you're a little bit on the fence about it, this is our, this is us saying like, just, just why not? Take the shot. Try it out. If you fail, you fail, move on, try, uh, try something else but if you succeed what if you succeed and now you find out you're good at it <laughs> like you never know unless you try uh, we we ourselves if if this episode has, has shown anything like we did not know a single thing and we've went through every possible uh road bump along the way to get it going and we're still here we're still having fun this is still very therapeutic for us and we're still con Doing our best to connect with you, the listeners, which we are absolutely grateful for having. So, uh, let us know um, what, like, uh, do you guys want us to go a little bit more in depth into some of these episodes? Is there any way we can connect with you better? Um, what are some of your questions for either us professionally, either aviation-wise, podcast-wise, whatever? We're always open to answer this. We say this every, we say this so much, but. We genuinely believe it. We're here to help. In one way, shape, or form, we're here to help. So let us uh, reach out to us in the various social medias, our website, emails, our mailing list, our link tree, all that stuff. Whichever way is easiest for you, we will do our very best to get with you or answer your question and and either help you directly or point you in someone that can help you find the solution. Because that's what it's all about. On that note, thank you all for listening to our little history lesson. Uh, We hope to do this again soon, and we'll see you all again next time. Bye, everybody. We would like to take this time to thank our patrons for supporting our show and allowing us to make episodes, maintain our gear, and create merch for all of our listeners. With special thanks to Erica Lamont, Chris Hawkins, Eric Shaw, Dan Schubert, Ryan Frushauer, Kyle Keir, Mike Sherwood, Caleb Stockhill, and Jennifer Brofer. Thank you all so much for your support and patronage. If you like our show, please support us on Patreon. You'll receive awesome perks like access to our private Discord, discounts and early access to our merch, first glimpse of our comics and other projects, and so much more. You can further support us and show off your prowess as an aircraft specialist by visiting our shop at cancelformainness.com. If you like classy or rugged watches, visit our affiliate Rockwell Time at rockwelltime.com. Use the code CX, the number 4MX, to save 10% off your total order. If you have suggestions for the show or you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us a line on our contact us section at cancelformaintenance.com and we'll do what we can to get both your ideas and yourself on the show. Please support us on social media like Facebook at cancelformaintenance Instagram at C-A-N-X for maintenance podcast or Twitter at C-X-M-X podcast. Please check out our new comic series on the Tapas app. Like, share, subscribe and comment on our comics. Let us know what you think. Thank you all so much for your support and listenership and we will catch you all next time.